Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of Hostin' Around the Podcast. Hostin' Around, available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Follow, share, subscribe. You know what to do. I left everybody hanging at the end of episode two, right? A little bit of a cliffhanger. Did you feel the suspense? Did you feel it? My car's still feeling it because it hasn't been fixed. And the insurance process has barely just started. Brutal. Brutal. One week later, still not much has happened there. I have another appointment next week. We'll see what happens. But not surprised. Insurance, not surprised. But with that, we jump right into another summertime vibe topic in today's episode of Wedding Season. Weddings. Nothing more summertime than weddings. I could count on my hand prior to last weekend. I haven't been to a ton of weddings. I could count the number of weddings I've been to on one hand. That was until last weekend. Your boy was indirectly invited to two weddings, back-to-back, Friday night, Saturday night, pulled the old NBA road game doubleheader, traveling all over New England, back-to-back. But I'll tell you what, they were both phenomenal. I couldn't have been happier to have been invited. I couldn't have been had a better time. I went with my executive producer on Friday night to Gloucester. And then I did go solo to meet up with my buddy Roman. I guess I was Roman's plus one at the wedding on Saturday uh, with his cousins. It was it was a great time. Two beautiful weddings. And in both cases, both cases, uh, two beautiful weddings, two beautiful ceremonies. I was a part of the bride tribe on both both occasions. Two beautiful brides. Friday night, Anna got married to Matt up in Gloucester. It was an outdoor ceremony overlooking the harbor there in Gloucester. Oh my, it was breathtaking. Breathtaking. Thanks for the invite, Anna and Matt. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. I went with my executive producer because my executive producer works with Anna. Saturday night, go down to Waterbury, Connecticut. Well, there's not a place I would travel to again. I mean, I hate, not a fan of Connecticut in the first place. Second, Waterbury, just not a very scenic or idyllic town. To be clear, the only the hotel was there. The venue was just outside. We took a school bus to the venue. The venue was gorgeous. Top of a hill overlooking the Connecticut Valley. Hate Connecticut. Connecticut Valley was fine. Beautiful. Spectacular. Sierra. Sierra got married to Matt. Uh, Sierra is Roman's cousin. So it's so facto kind of my cousin. You know, you know how it goes. You know how it goes. It married to another Matt. Different Matt. And this was Saturday night. Uh, unbelievable. I mean, it was both. It was a party to remember. It really was. Really was. So both part of the bride tribe. Your boy was your boy was there to support. Uh, again, kind of indirect as you could tell. You know, I was uh, the plus one to somebody that worked with uh, the bride. And I was the friend of the cousin to the bride. I mean, it was, I, I was indirect, but I was there. I was there and I, was, I feel like I was a good time. Um, as, I'm, as I'm thinking back to the wedding, Right, I mean, first wedding season. What is wedding season? People are maybe scratching their head. What's wedding season? S Z N. It's season. Z Sierra Zulu November season. You know, that's what all my Instagram ladies are saying these days. So you best believe I'm gonna call it that too. And wedding season historically in the United States of America is a time where a high volume of weddings happen or take place, which is basically late spring to early fall. Summer plus uh, plus a little window there in the spring and fall time. You know, I've seen and heard people going on the wedding gauntlet during wedding season. I've heard people go down the gauntlet. Guy I work with, he's going, I think, seven weddings and seven straight weekends. 
And I thought to myself, well, there goes your summer. Summer's gone. I've heard of people doing 10, 15, 20 in a, in a year, in a calendar year. Oh, my God. Weddings are draining. While they're so much fun, and we'll talk about the fun in just a, just a moment here, they are draining physically, emotionally, financially. They are draining. I mean, physically. You know, who wants to? I mean, some people enjoy dressing up in suits every day. I couldn't do that. I couldn't do that as a, as a career, I don't think. Uh, I love wearing a suit, you know, look good, feel good, play good. You know, I want to be good on the dance floor, you know what I'm saying? But ladies in heels, like, I don't know if ladies want to be wearing heels that long. You know, when they go to the dance floor, there was flip, Anna had flip-flops on Friday night at her wedding. Oh, my, brilliant idea. She had flip-flops for all the ladies to switch into to go on the dance floor. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, Blister Central. The executive producer got blisters at the ceremony. Never mind, we hadn't even made it to the reception yet. So your boy had to stop into Walgreens and get some blister band-aids made for a much better, much better dance floor that night. You know, a lot less oohs and ahs from the executive producer. But, you know, you, you take those uncomfortable shoes out once a year, however many times a year, maybe 20 times a year if you're going to the wedding, you know, whatever. Also physically draining on your body. You know, you're sore. You might need a masseuse the next day after being on the dance floor after the way that you may have drank. You know, open bars, dangerous. And who you can't you can't forget the wedding cake and the food. I mean, you just eat too much. The desserts. Oh my gosh. Oh my. Are you lucky? More times than that's why they don't do buffets at weddings. Otherwise, nobody would be dancing, and everybody would have to loosen their belts on the way home, which I do like to do. I like to loosen the belt a little bit. They're emotionally draining. Weddings are emotionally draining. I mean, I am an emotional guy. As you could probably have, you've probably have told from the podcast, I'm an emotional guy. I don't cry a lot, but I am an emotional guy. It's okay to feel emotions. When I go to weddings, I am the, I am the Brighton Water Department. Water Works Central. I could work for Poland Springs. You name it. Whatever. Probably too salty for Poland Springs. But the bride walks down the aisle. Tears. The presider starts speaking about love. Tears. The couple says their vows, handwritten vows. Oh my God, tears. The first kiss, tears. The couple walking back down the aisle as the first time as a couple married, tears. Looking at the groom's face or the uh, one of the one of the participants of the wedding's face as the other significant other comes down, walks down the aisle, tears. I could keep going. I haven't even gotten to the reception yet. The speech is... You get it. At this point, my tears could fill the Atlantic Ocean. Not the Pacific. The Pacific's a little smaller. The Atlantic Ocean. Financially draining. Weddings. Financially draining. Now, I'm not... Yeah, I'm, a, I'm ha always happy to be a wedding invite. I'll give you whatever the going rate is as a gift... I typically won't bring appliances. I won't bring a toaster. I probably should bring toasters and practical things like that, but I figure more times than not, put up the registry or cash, whatever you know, whatever the going rate is these days. But for the hosts, holy smokes, I can't imagine what goes into the cost and the finance and, and the planning. So I, you know, that's why I feel like I have the obligation to show up and bring a good time to a wedding. Don't overdo it. 
but bring a good time. This family, these families have put time, effort, a lot of money into these venues and these events and the celebration itself that you just want to be there and have a good time. Don't be the drama, don't be the drama starter. Don't present the awkward family moments. Just be there. Be there for them. Have a great time. Now, to the fun parts of what makes the great time at the wedding, right? Obviously, we have the dance floor. We have the dance floor. We have the music. Most, more times than not, in my in recent history, the DJs that have been at these weddings have been phenomenal. I mean, these DJs that are in business now doing weddings are in business for a reason. They're getting referred. They do a great job. Now, the debate comes, you know, and, and they don't have an easy job. They got multi-generations at these events, and they're, uh, they're trying to make people, they're trying to get, Different people on the dance floor. They're trying to get as many people on the dance floor as possible. The two songs I think do it for me, and that probably do it for the rest of the uh, the crowd at a wedding. I want to dance with somebody. Classic, absolute classic. And then shout. You know you make me wanna shout. Hands up and shout. Hands up and shout. Come on now, shout. A little bit louder now. Shout a little bit louder now. Shout a little bit. All right. All right. You, <laughs> sorry. I just I, I blacked out there and I just went into a different universe. Some great wedding songs. Some great wedding songs to really get the people going. And then there's the dance moves. I don't know what dance moves. I, I, you couldn't even, I don't even think there's names for dance moves that I use. All I know is that once the shoulders get going, I start grooving. Once the shoulders get going, then the rest of the body gets going. Then I'm starting to do the Bernie. Then I'm starting to do the dirty dancing. I'm lifting people above my head. I'm lifting the flower girl above my head to do the dirty dancing move. Open bars are also a spectacular part about weddings. So much fun, right? You know, if you don't drink, that's fine. That's fine. If you do drink, I mean, this is just a nightmare. This is a nightmare waiting to happen. This is a terrible morning the next day waiting to happen. But for that night, you are invincible. You're just throwing ones in the tip jar, maybe fives in the tip jar, and you're walking back double fisting. Crazy. Absolutely crazy. You feel like a baller. The other fun part for me, at least for the last two weddings I've been to, not being immediate invite or family member, is the awkward family moments are so much fun at weddings. They really are. I'm not saying the drama. I'm just, uh, maybe there is some drama, but you know, awkward family moments. Like who's going to make a speech that's going to just be very awkward? Or strange or out of place are they gonna and at both at both weddings the best man and the bridesmaid phenomenal speeches really nice really nice now this speech that I'm going to talk about this awkward family moment comes from a speech that was made on Friday night at Anna and Matt's wedding up in Gloucester at the reception speeches were over dinner had already been served the dance floor had started to open up it was just about time before the the cake was being cut and all of a sudden, we're dancing. The DJ goes, all right, we're going to take a break from the dancing before we cut the cake. Uh, I want to send it over to Uncle Nelson, who has a few words to say. Uncle Nelson. Uncle Nelson. <laughs> I'm thinking about Uncle I have, I have To this point, I don't know who Uncle Nelson is. You know, not family. I don't know. I believe it's Matt's uncle. Come to find out, phenomenal guy, and we'll talk a little bit more about him in a second. But Uncle Nelson, and immediately the crowd, you know, stops dancing, the music stops. 
We turn. He's at the two-seat table where the bride and the groom is. I love the not long table. I love this, the, the two-seat table where the bride and the groom can sit together. That was at both Friday and Saturday's wedding last week. I love that. I love that. So he's standing there. Anna and Matt, the bride and the groom, are not sitting down because they're on the dance floor. So they're at the dance floor looking at Elka Nelson, who now has a hot mic in one hand and a plastic grocery-looking bag in the other hand. Come to find out, that is a bag from Walgreens that Uncle Nelson stopped at last night and decided to get a few things that would symbolize and be a cute little play on words of how, uh, of what a, a wedding or, excuse me, what a marriage would need to, you know, be long term, right? If we want this marriage to last, we need to be fruitful and, and phenomenal. This is what we, this is what you'll need. So, all right, cute Uncle Nelson, really nice, really nice. He takes out some Hershey kisses. You know, the relationship's going to need a lot of kisses. Okay. Great Uncle Nelson. He then proceeds to pull out a plastic glove. I think he blew it up with his mouth. And he says, you're also going to need protection. And that's when I kind of just blacked out. Not from alcohol anything like that. I was the designated driver that night. But I just... I lost it. <laughs> I lost it. I start peering around. I start looking at the crowd, and people are just cringing, cringing a little bit. I look at Anna and Matt. They're smiling, nodding their heads. <laughs> Uncle Nelson doing the Lord's work. Doing the Lord's work at the Sarah, at the reception. Uh, I don't remember the rest of it. It was cute, though. The rest of the stuff he pulled out of the Walgreens bag, really nice. It was just. It seemed to me just an out-of-place speech. The speeches were over. And Uncle Nelson just stops the dance and to talk about using protection. The Lord's work. Uncle Nelson was a much better dancer than he was a speaker. You know, we, him and I, we had a few bops at later on the dance floor and met, finally met him. I, I didn't really know Uncle Nelson still, you know. We're busting moves. I'm just calling him Uncle. That sounded, that didn't sound right. Anyway, anyway, wrapping up this episode, there's, there's something about the end of the wedding dance floor session right so the end of the, the session the end of the dance floor the lights come up the venue lights come up all right gang time to head home last song maybe a slow song i got a crazy flashback crazy flashback on saturday night when the when the lights were lifted it i got time shifted back to homecoming dance at high school where i'm in a uh, borrowed button-down shirt and tie for my father sweating awkward no girls are near me just like okay time to go home and then i got on saturday night here at this wedding i got back on a school bus to go back to the hotel with the rest of the wedding party crazy crazy in case you didn't realize it i'm a phenomenal wedding date phenomenal wedding guest not a date. I'm a guest. A phenomenal wedding guest. My executive producer is my date. Uh, so if you need a little life at the party, you need a little dance, or you need a little, you know, you need a little energy. You know where to find me. Hosting around at gmail.com. Hosting around on Instagram. Or you can find me here on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Subscribe, share, follow, and let's try something new this time. Leave a review. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever it lets you do so. I think it lets you do it on Apple Podcasts. Leave a review. I'd love to hear what you think. And if you don't want to leave a review and you just want to DM me, do that on Instagram. Hosting around on Instagram, hosting around Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And let's keep making the world 
funnier place.